The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Pass. That's what we're calling it. Now, the only reason we are calling it that, I say we very liberally, I probably mean me and my dog, um, is that the name I wanted to use has been taken. So, I wanted to call this Desert Island Dicks, brackets and fannies. Um, but unfortunately, someone has used the name Desert Island Dicks. So, the format of the show is going to be very much like Desert Island Discs, you wouldn't have guessed. Uh, but... On my desert island, you get to take with you eight celebrities you'd like to have full congress with. Um, Your luxury item is a celebrity from history at their peak uh, that you get to have full congress with. And then uh, instead of a book, uh, you can take any sort of erotic literature of your choice, be it a a, a Mills and Boone, um, a Playboy, um, Harry Potter fan fiction, which is what I'd be taking, shoebox project if you're interested uh, and we're we're going to pass on the bible um, i don't think it's any use really on a, a, an island of mad sex uh, but we'll keep the works of shakespeare why not uh, if nothing else you can probably kill a snake with it and eat it please do excuse the noise that's me dog it's nothing sexy ever happening in the background um oh bonzo must you Mother has work to do. She's going to talk all about the celebrity she wants to run wildly with. So, this is all brought to you by Felt Nout. Now, if you don't know what Felt Nout is, uh, I'd be alarmed because I don't know how you found this. But Felt Nout is the comedy cooperative and collective in the Northeast for all of the Northeast comedians, uh, and for you, the fans of comedy, also in the Northeast or maybe further afield. Are you from Palau? You'll never know. Um, so, we're going to do these episodes as they are. Uh, maybe about half an hour but if you sign up to the Patreon or Patreon if you're so inclined but it is Patreon and you're wrong if you sign up to the Patreon for all of these podcasts you'll get a bonus bit of material at the end so for mine it's going to be the eight celebrities you'd like to have full congress with Uh, but the bonus bit will be your luxury celebrity uh, and your literature so it's sort of almost split into half in a way so it's worth signing up to the Patreon if this is something you think a lot about like me. Uh, I would say ooh, 80% of my waking brain is ascribed to thinking about the celebrities I would like to have sex with. Um, now normally a free pass means in a relationship that you've got five celebrities that you are allowed to tap out of your relationship to have sex with. Hi Sammy. Hello. Hi it's Lee here. Um, acting. Hi. Um, do you remember us from earlier podcasts? <laughs> oh. I'm acting as the sort of what's the person who looks after producer here yeah? all right you got distracted again by sex and what you haven't given is let's say the oh, address of the patreon to it? sorry mate you just your fanny got all mad again god i'm a consummate pro sorry I and forget. i don't mean a hooker i was talking about sex with celebrities you have free pass list so free pass list normally five people now um i don't know who made that up or what how that was agreed on because really you can just decide it's as many as you want uh, mine's 20 I've got seven reserves and then my list of um, luxury celebrities or celebrities from a time, a moment in time where they were at their peak. That's about 18 long. So we're going to ask 
guests there, eight celebrities. I'm going to narrow it down to eight. Or, you know, add three to your lists. Or, for most people, actually sit and write this list because most people don't have one, you see. I didn't realise that was a thing. I spend too much of my time invested in these lists. I've got a spreadsheet. I have the celebrity's age, my own age. If I was allowed to share out uh, 20 fucks between the 20 celebrities, uh, who would actually get them? And, and that sheds light you on some... You went from that... Congress earlier on to fuck <laughs> quite, quite quickly, I didn't you? I tried really hard. But, you know, you've got to, like... You've got to front load it. It's got to, it's got to come soft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got to go in softly to, to tell them that it's not all going to be bawdy. And then it can be a bit bawdy. That's mm. what I find. Um, so back to the Patreon. See, I haven't told you I'd get there eventually. Have you told them that you can get the, the episodes of this first as well, not just bonus episodes? So you get bonus content, but you also get this a week before everyone else. Yeah, maybe like... a whole week. And and if you're itching uh, to find out, uh, say, who uh, Hal Branson <laughs> would love to have sex with if he had the chance. Although I have a feeling Hal... Hal won't do this episode. He's no. sexless, isn't he? I just think you find it all very uncomfortable. Mm, you wouldn't like that. Like, for example, I think he probably wants to have sex with Ashleen B. That would be a good guess, I think. He does like a lass with a fringe, based on the fact that his wife has got dog hair and a fringe. I'm just extrapolating. But uh, I think he'd much rather uh, have a pleasant conversation mm. with her, maybe help her out with some work she needed doing around the house. Uh, she'd give him some soda bread, they'd shake hands, and he would go home, possibly masturbate furiously while crying, but I don't know that. But that's how I like to imagine him, and I have... Um, so the Patreon isn't just all about podcasts, although you will get all the bonus podcast material from the comedians who are making them with Felton Out. But it's also a club. And what does every good club have? A butter membership card, a handshake and a password. Yeah, you get them even if you're just paying the £3 here, you're scrounging gets. <laughs> so for £3 a month, you can be legitimately part of like quite a cool club. Um and someone has already it's sort of like a am I allowed to say it's like a question and answer call and response you the password it. yeah yeah so you can feel someone out by saying uh, the the first half and then when they respond it does feel quite exciting yeah, doesn't it? you did it to me in the car yeah. and then we did the password <laughs> but felt now it really is a revolution it's the future of Northeast comedy. It may well be the future of all comedy if other regions weren't as Pull that fingers out. spiteful and hate-filled as our own. <laughs> yeah, we're doing good things. We want to do more. You, I mean, we raised just raised seven and a half grand for Rape Crisis, didn't we? Thank you. And I hosted Thanks that everyone. show, so technically I did it's that. mostly you. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Um, but apart from, you know, giving vast amounts of money to great local causes they've also been given money to local comedians and I, I can't think of many better causes other than rape obviously but local comedians other than anti-rape <laughs> Christ yes <laughs> just the way you said it was like yeah. yeah but rape crisis aren't called anti-rape crisis it's like the understanding that the, the, the default position should be well obviously we're right, against okay. this I, I, I agree with that much like saying you yeah know, you don't say oh give money to cancer that doesn't mean well I don't I, I hate cancer though <laughs> It's, it's like the whole racism thing, isn't it? You should never have to say, well, I'm not racist, because you, no, no, that's the default. Yeah, yeah. You should only ever have to spell it out if you are, really. You know, when I interrupted you earlier, I go, plug this. I've made this worse. Yeah, I knew you would. Um, so, back to Felton Out. Uh, Felton Out is a revolution, but it can only work if we have people like you, your good selves, um, signing up to the Patreon, helping to fund the work that we do. So, at the minute, I'm in the Felton Out office. Um, it's got... I'm going to describe it as some ropey stuff in here uh, because none of the money 
that felt now get is spent carelessly it's all spent on stuff that's going to help provide gigs in like far-flung places that might not get comedy already um and making the comedy experience for the region better generally i mean they give me gigs so that's not always the case but you know they're, they're trying their best so if you sign up to the patreon there's different levels there's three pound a month five pound a month ten pound a month and at, 50 at the pound as yet month. unachieved 50 pound a month <laughs> you don't know though I don't know. I think it could happen. Basically, if you're someone who wants to come to a gig with three people a month, sign up for the 50 quid one, you get four tickets for that. So it pays for itself, really. Oh, that's quite good. It's not bad, is it? And other stuff. We've got live tickets, video on demand, loads of podcasts, loads of stuff, man. You know how, listener, if you don't know me, um, I'm currently awaiting my ADHD diagnosis. Um, I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. And you'll learn that the more you listen to these. Um Oh, now I don't even know what I was going to say. So that couldn't have summed it up any better, could it? Oh, right. But it, you, you have this sort of um, impulsivity with ADHD. And I really wanted to say that. I'll absolutely show you my tits if you sign up the £50 a month one. She will do that. Whether you want to say them Whether, or not. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to, but she will show you. What you haven't done, though, is what 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 address is this Patreon on? Well, I was saving that for the big finale, really. Cause... No, but you also haven't said who the guest is on this week's show. Well, there isn't one. Yeah, it's you, isn't it? <laughs> There isn't one, because I'm going to try and explain the format and go through my own list, which is crippling us because I've got 20 on my list and I've had to narrow it down to eight, but we'll get on to that later. Anyway, so I'm going to do the sort of uh, the demo one. Episode two's guest, you'll be shocked to hear, is the man sat next to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, he's here, so why not? Uh, I mean, Bonzo's here and all, but I don't want to know. We don't want to know. Bonzo will be the historical one, won't it? Bonzo <laughs> would love to get his fucking, his fucking laughing gear around, <laughs> around 1990 Bouncer's tackle. Of course he would. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I showed him a, a picture of Lassie once and he seemed into it like. Anyway, uh, so if you go to patreon.com, that's P A T R E O N.com forward slash felt nout. That's forward slash felt Note, and that explains a little more about what you get for your different amounts of money per month. Uh, for three pound a month, I'm not even going to show you an elbow. But for fifty pound a month, I, I think it's, tits out. I think it's fair to say it'll be tits it's out. It's the least you can do. Fuck well, yeah. And for ten pound a month, <laughs> she'll keep them in and so on. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're with her. It would be better if we had a more expensive one than fifty pound a month. That would have worked better. But oh, I, I think you should. I think you should have a mad one. Why not? Like a million pounds yeah. a month. We'll, we'll, insta- we'll put in. I mean, we've got no one on the 50 yet, so it seems a bit of a reach to go a million pounds. But if we you get a million pounds, if we put a million pounds a month and one person does it for one month, we're made. I think if you pay a million pounds, you don't know, right? You don't know who's listening and you don't know who cares about Northeast comedy. You don't know that someone's free pass list out there isn't all of the Northeast comics. I think for a million pound a month, this is a cooperative league. Yeah, it's only fair. If that, if we are, if a, a number of Northeast comics make up that list, they should, and they have to sign a waiver, have full Congress with whoever does that. I think any eight Northeast comics for a million pound will go, we'll just all do it at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll have Andy Fury round the back. You know what I mean? <laughs> It'd be great. Is he Cath- the only one you're going to name? Little Catherine Scott sitting on their face. Uh, you know, whatever you want. If it's a million pound a month, we will supply it. That's all I'm saying. Is that compromising our art? In all ways, <laughs> we will do it. Aye, but what an Edinburgh show. Yeah. You're, not, you're not thinking, Lee. So that's sort of, a, 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 I won't lie, a confusing way to start a podcast. But a basic description of what this is going to be. 
and of felt now. Probably in future we should keep the description shorter, like under four minutes or something. What of what, what we are now? Yeah, don't worry about it. Ah. Let's let's do your episode. All right. I can't keep that up. It's honestly that's going to be a nightmarish. Lee is still. I'll here. be here for vague. I will let you lead the thing, and I will kind of go huh, now and again. Now, what I'd like to do uh, for my own list, and I might ask my guests to do this in the future, but I'd, I would like this in reverse order. That's a good idea. So we're going to start at eight, uh, which is the eighth on my list, uh, and then work backwards. Now, can you tell us who's just missed out? At the nine spot. Do you want to know who's at the nine spot? That's the comedian Mike Wozniak. Now. This is a worry with your list that you've got a list of 20. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is, of course, your partner, um, Graham Chappie Chapman, um, works in a beanbag factory, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like the art, art yeah, but, manager of but a beanbag factory. He's not factory. coming across celebrities in his everyday life. That's, whereas you are an actor and comedian. Hello. Have you met any of this yes. list? Yes. Yep. Several. Do you see the flow in the system? Have I kissed one of them? Yes. Did I once almost sleep with one of them? Yes, I did. But that's not the point. Not... Is he still on my list because I didn't sleep with him? Yes. <laughs> if you slept with him, do you think? Let's, let's cover that later on. I've just realised I may have to swap some of these around. That's not important. So. You'll never know which one of these it is. Oh, yeah. Might not even be one of the ones I mentioned. So. Uh, at my eighth spot. Am I supposed to sort of tell stories about my life while I do it's this? your format, mate. It's your format, mate, yeah. Well, my eighth spot is a sort of... Uh, I think he's been on my list since I wrote... A list from like maybe my late teens, uh-huh. and he might be the only one that stood the test of time. So it's a good one to start with. I've gone with you and McGregor. Handsome man. Can't what deny a handsome it. man! You'll have seen his penis at a young age. <laughs> That's an alarming thing to say. <laughs> I'm but... right though. Yes. Uh, what film do you think I saw it in first? Oh, I did not know. I'm not. A... I mean, I have to guess Train Spotting because I don't know another one where he's got his cock out. But... Oh, there's about four, maybe five. Mm. For anyone who's into. Uh... <laughs> Oh, God. Look, I have to assume if you're listening to this, you're at least similarly brained to me. Yeah, we can't, we can't. This is going to get an explicit rating. Let's not worry. Yeah, I'm not going to keep apologising for the things I say. (laughs) Why should should you care about other people? (laughs) But there's a really good website called leakedmeat.com. Oh, God. Oh, when you say leaked. (laughs) No, it means when they've leaked it themselves by accident. Okay, so it's not like, it's it's not leaky. No, but it's mostly actually where uh, people have been in films and done full frontal nudity okay. or it might just be this person's never had anything leaked but he has some shirtless and it's, it's just nice to know I mean I've gone through the entire know, yeah. list it, honestly you can while away many an hour Lee as I've explained to you before I used to watch a lot of porn um, I was particularly fond of Mormon boys with a Z Mormon boys yes well they're not real Mormon boys but they're boys definitely pretending to be did Mormon did they have the little badge on not only that mate did oh, they have God. the full Mormon underwear yes oh. they did yeah so it's like two boys going on their mission and one then... cup <laughs> and then you know what happens between two boys on the mission sometimes with a preacher so that sort of thing uh, but I, the more fan fiction I read we'll get onto that uh, the less I found, I just really find porn boring and unsexy and distasteful now. And I really get me kicks by looking at photos of celebrities just in their trousers, waiting to sort of see the outline of their dick. That's nice. You've simplified. <laughs> you know, simplify. Yeah. But I really that that really ticks my engine over. And but you've seen you and McGregor's full penis. Yep. So do you still get the same illicit thrill from seeing his slightly covered penis? 
I certainly look for it. Uh, it's a different sensation, isn't it? It's sort of the art of the tease. It's like how it's not sexy to see someone in a bikini, especially. But if you see someone accidentally in that underwear covering exactly the same amount of skin, suddenly you're like, whoa. But also, right, um, I don't understand men. There, I'm going to say it. But I don't understand uh, male biology because I've never uh, been inside a man's body. Well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I can't tell that story. Russell Brand told that story live. Um, oh, that needs more explanation. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. There. There's, there's going to be some stuff coming about, out about Russell Brand soon. Just <laughs> just get get back to her then. <laughs> I noticed these, these people, you've written numbers next to their name. That's their age. Okay. It's only because my friend asked, said, oh, your tastes uh, are older. Mm. Work out the average age of, of your list. So I did that for her. This is the average of 20. And I'm going to guess it's well into the 40s yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mid mid forties, I think it was. I mean, Colin Firth's really bringing up the average mm. with sixty one. But you know, I do have a a twenty four year old on there, so at least I mix right, it up. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? So you and McGregor, um, a hardy perennial for your list. I'm guessing he's moved down the list. Is, is he? Yeah. Is he theoretically, in reality, just snuck into the top eight for all time's sake? Do you know what? He keeps making his way back up there. Like he's he's a bona fide granddad now, and that's sexy as shit. But, being a granddad, sexy. I think he went up two places when I saw the picture of him with his granddaughter. That's weird, Sammy. Oh, no, I think it might have been when I saw him playing drums. Now, <laughs> it won't surprise you to find out that I really like drummers uh, and men on motorbikes. Charlie totally, Bowman. Totally as an aside, my dad's a drummer who rode motorbikes. Oh, God. Yeah. And he's a lot older than you. <laughs> So I think there's probably something there that I Yeah, well, you've got a lot of time on this island to delve into those thoughts and probably end it if you have to. (laughs) So you find a sharp enough shell. Number seven, very different sort of man, but from the same era, I I would say. I can't believe we've stopped talking about Ewan McGregor. Well, it's your podcast, you need it. I'm I'm trying my best here. Ewan McGregor, uh, what used to be my number one, absolutely was my number one. I don't think he's sexy in Trainspotting. He's a bloody good actor. For me, it was Moulin Rouge. I hate Moulin Rouge, but it's not my podcast. You keep your fucking. I think that's a very shot. common opinion on Moulin Rouge. It very much divides opinion. Oh, it's Marmite, yes, but I one. I think it's in my top three favorite films of all time. That's how Marmite it is. Uh, and Train Spotting's my number one film of all time. So he's done all right. But he's not sexy in that, do you? No, he's not sexy at all. Not even when he's having it off and pulls a condom off his knob. That's not the best example of Ewan McGregor's cock in a film. The other ones, <laughs> right? Uh, Young Adam, where he is basically a horrible rapist, but you do get to see oh, his God. knob for a really long time right. uh, next to Tilda Swinton. But the best one, and it is an atrocious film. Now, me and my best friend Alice, who is probably going to be a guest on this podcast at some point, because she's the only other human I know who thinks as much about these things as I do. Um, she introduced me to the film Velvet Goldmine. Mm. And when we were doing my GCSEs and we in sixth form, we were obsessed with this film. Uh, Ewan McGregor plays a rock star in it at one point he's on stage and he jumps up and down and his willy slaps about it's enormous it's brilliant he's got eyeliner on not on the willy so that lived in my head for a very long time and then not that many years ago I think it was on telly or I bought the DVD or something and I was like I said to Chappie this is a great film we'll watch it it's fucking dog shit it's one of the worst things I've ever seen Apart from the few minutes where you see Ewan McGregor's naked penis, it's ah Like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, you've got fond memories of it. It's because you saw Phoebe Cates Knockers. I've never seen it, but you know, I'm not into Phoebe Cates Knockers. You will be. <laughs> Have a look. So uh, Ewan McGregor, he's, he 
he'll probably be on there forever because he's aging so bloody well. That's nice, isn't it? Nice. And also, I've, I've got a thing for the Georges man. Oh, I love an Auburn gentleman. Oh, ho, ho, yes. Now, I won't go into too much detail about the other people on my list because I only have to do eight. But of a list of 20, there is only one black person on there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a worryingly racist list. And it's obviously not done on purpose, but my best friend says that I like ginger men because they are the whitest. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, you know, not, not that It's good having friends, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice of them to point out your flaws so regularly. Now, number seven. This is, uh, this sort of dips into... Uh, uh, a genre of men that I'm really into, which is the glasses wearer, the nerdy type, the ones where if you strip them naked, you could probably see their organs through their skin. Mm. Oh. And it's Graham Coxon, the Graham guitarist Coxon. with Blur. Out of Blur, nerdy indie guy. Had a few allegations lately. Look. Ah, you can't. We can't. We can't hide from that. But they're not real. I'm just saying. No, I'm no, just, they were made I, up by a mad girl on the internet. I understand that. I'm just. I'm just saying what people are thinking. That's no, my nobody's job. thinking. It's not real. It was a mad lass. It's well, all then, being that's said. Fine. You've said that. I'm, I'm happy to agree. I'm just saying there has been allegations. Graham Co- Coxon, to me, if I was to have guessed your list, mm-hmm. well, I would know it because you've told us, but if I was to have guessed it, I'm surprised at the lack of sort of similar gawky 90s indies man, Jarvis Cocker, who I would imagine. He's only recently come off the list. I think actually only in the last month has he come off the list and he was on there for a very long time. Jarvis Cocker's in my reserves. This is reserve of 20, by the way. Um, but I think he's going to have to be passed over to the person in a place in time. Nah, interesting. Because I think it's, I mean, obviously you'd fuck present day Jarvis Cocker. I'm not daft. I think that is not as obvious as you think for the majority of people. You're not a woman who was banging a brick pop, but let us finish. Um, I mean, I sort of am. He's, he's, it's just at the point now where you can't say, oh, he's absolutely yeah. present day, one of he the 20 celebrities. He would be what I was saying you were saying about Asking about you and McGregor, where you would be putting him on for all time's sake at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and that? that's how he was still there? Yeah. I'm just swallowing. It... <laughs> oh, that is creamy. I'm, I'm, back, <laughs> I'm back on the heel. Now, it's, it's, it's so fucking unpleasant in every yeah. aspect. I know, look, it's even slightly... Oh. Yeah, beige. I want to lose a stone, so I've got a, a chance of having a shot on one of these fuckers. So, Coxon. Mm. What is it about Coxon? Would you, I, I don't think he... I think, certainly at their peak, when they were all... Blur. Blur. <laughs> you know, he, I think he would be the consensus third pick in Prettiest One Out of Blur. Uh, I would take that. Do you know what? I would take that. It, Alex James hasn't made the list. He is on my place oh, in Oh, certainly. Time. Alex James. Nobody's wanting to fuck Alex James now. I mean, I don't even think his wife does. You can see yeah. the sadness behind her eyes. It, I think he must have smited a witch. <laughs> Smote. Smote. Um, Something's happened to that man. He was at one point probably the most beautiful man in music. And it, it, it went quickly. So, fucking swiftly. Um, Damon Albarn is beautiful. Well, was beautiful. And famously Model. huge penis. I say famously, you told us he's got a huge penis. Well, Catelyn Moran once tweeted that a friend of hers had slept with him and said you couldn't look at it all in one go. You had to literally move your head around to take it all in. Brilliant. That's all I ever need to know. Now, Damon Albarn is still on my list. He's a p- place 13. Because he is still a very handsome older also man. Also a blue album. Oh, fuck, that's brilliant. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God, I wish I'd done that on purpose. But he was much more beautiful when he was young. Graham Coxon, I think, has aged into himself. So I think he was was very handsome as a younger man, but as an older man, there's something about him. Do you also have, because he's a sort of gawky, shy-looking indie man, 
is that part of your assuming there's a hidden horrific sexual depth to him or that you would bring something out of him i'd love to bring something out of him and i think i'm the woman to do it i think you'd certainly try um he bites his lip a lot Right. Which I find incredibly... Like a like a coy French girl in a film yeah. made by a much older French man who is creepy. He's, uh... <laughs> if Angus Young and Amelie had a band, I don't know. I was trying to think of a yeah. virtuoso guitarist. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. I could have gone with any of them. You remember Angus Young, dressed as a schoolboy, <laughs> Amelie dressed as a schoolgirl. There's certainly something there. <laughs> but he's a genius. Um, there's just something about him. I'm not quite sure what it is. I love a man who wears a thick rimmed spectacle mm. really into that uh, he's not the only one speaking of we're go- to move on to the next one let's go to number six because mm. I think he's a sort of similarish. I think he's more handsome probably but certainly gawky yeah I think he's there's definitely an element of the geek about him um, now he fits into a different category of man that I like which is long and nerdy Okay, so so cock has a mix of the two, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's such a shame that he's he's aged like a man mm. will. <laughs> like, it's such a shame that time's happened. Yeah. Um, so, so who's your number six? Number six is David Tennant. Right, right. Struggle with David Tennant, me. Don't get it. What? I, what don't you get? I I don't think he's an ugly man, but I think he was miscasting Casanova. Like he's not like I'm sure you've had your fanny go wild about it, but he, him is like this great lover. Or, it's, I don't buy that. What? So that version of Casanova had him as being it's like sort of funny and silly and lovesick, and I think he was perfect for that. Okay. I don't think if you think of Casanova, you think of David Tennant, but the way that was written by Russell C. Davis, he was perfect for it. He's very, very good in that role. My wife likes David Tennant a lot. I don't like him. <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll get yeah. back around to it. Um, I've met him. Um, one of my favourite celebrity encounter stories he was Doctor Who at the time what a fucking lovely man really genuinely lovely and sweet um, but he, he didn't know what fan fiction was and he was Doctor Who at the time so I showed him it and, and, I, and I saw him fucking die behind yeah, the because eyes the problem was right you didn't show him Doctor Who fan fiction. You showed him fan fiction about him and his partner. No, no, no. Well, I don't think it was him and his partner, actually. I think it was like him and Billy Piper, probably, but it was RPF. Is that better or worse? I don't mm, know. So it was real people thick. And you forget, don't you, when you're writing yeah. these things, I read them, that these are real people. Yeah, with lives. Um, but he was, uh, oh, he was shocked, to say the least. So that was that was nice. So you, you it... met him and you still kind of, did you feel a magic? I don't even think I fancied him before that mm. and it wasn't until years later that I really sort of took more of an interest in him he's the one I'm most surprised to have seen on your list I would not have I guessed think that. I really got into him after he did Good Omens because he played well a demon effectively so it, it, it showed a different side to him that he could that swagger he could be about and be horrible. naughty mm-hmm. I liked so, it similar you know what we've got three I think in a row here that you could put together is a certain sort of man. Mm. Now, I will say number five, you've met some of these. I don't know if you've met this fella. I haven't. But yeah, absolutely work in the same industry. Yeah. And you do with David Tennant, of course, but I think, you know, in the stand-up industry, it feels like you shouldn't be putting this one in. It doesn't feel right. Well, he's given stand-up up, so technically it's fine. Okay, go. Uh, James Acaster. Now, you would have to agree. I'm not saying there's not a thing about James Acaster, but he is not the fifth sexiest man in the world. This isn't the world. This no, is I understand world. that. That's what I'm like. You would admit that as a left field choice in terms of classical sexiness. He's so pale. Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> imagine how much he'd flush 
If is you that really what you like? Going. Yeah, yeah, you like embarrassment. I think you'd like to make them embarrassed. Well, he had a, a Christian upbringing as well. Mm. There's something about that. There's definitely something about that that I'm into. Like real repression. Mm-hmm. I think the mistake you're making is that you think these people who are repressed are secretly bursting inside with sexuality. I think a lot of people who are religiously repressed would actually just be like, no, thank you, you're a bit much for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I should do another list of who I think I'm a bit much for. <laughs> how, ma- how many of a these A lot men? of these are on. <laughs> so why J- James Acaster? Uh, he's very funny. That that always ticks a lot of boxes for me. But he is, oh, without saying too much, uh, a better, more streamlined version of my ex. <laughs> okay. So, so it's, it's basically, in a way, it's, it's part of the, this list going, my ex, but I can't put him in. No, no, in no, in no way. But everything that attracted to me, to attracted me to my ex, he's a better version of it. He's like him 2.0. Mm-hmm. So he's totally... Paul, he's willowy, he's pale, he's blonde. Number four is someone... What, you've skipped past? No, come on. I hadn't finished talking about Acaster. All right, well, talk, tell us about Acaster. I thought we're done. I just imagine he would be bad at sex, if I had to be honest. I think he's someone who would have performance anxiety. I think there's something hot about that. About being bad at it. Not being bad, but being repressed and uncomfortable. I don't know. Look, you can't have everyone on your list being exactly the same. If I'm stuck on an island with eight blokes, I don't want eight blokes who are all like massive knobs, great stamina. <laughs> Why would you? Up for anything. Yeah. You want light and shade? You yeah. want a bit of... Sorry. You want a bit of that? You want a bit of your Ewan McGregor's? Sure. But you also want the boy you keep for the Sunday. <laughs> if anything, you'd be sort of holding hands and you'd sort of be... You may... Th- you may, I don't know, this is not my fantasy. You may gently masturbate him as he looks away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I, 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 I pat him on his head and go, that was better this week, James. I don't buy into hand jobs. It feels like. You don't buy into them? Nah, it's something you would do for, like, as a favour. That's. I feel that's what you'd be doing for. He wouldn't, I don't think he would want you, like, down there gobbling away, looking him in the eye. I don't think he'd be I don't interested. Have to look him in the eye. I don't think he, I I'll think do he'd find under a sheet that. if he finds it. I, I don't think he'd want that. I think he'd want he'd quite he'd appreciate what you're doing for him, but he wouldn't want to be involved. <laughs> Maybe I could just tell him stories or something. I don't know. You, you you don't know. That's why you've got to hedge your bets, right? That's why I've got a list of twenty. Really, is you don't know these people. Some of them you might think are like in bed and they might be rubbish yeah. and some of them you, would, you wouldn't give them a second thought and actually they turn out to be class and actually what you've done you've been quite strategic haven't you like because this is not just a fantasy list for you this is a list of I'm going to have to put some in where I could get the opportunity well yeah because two people on my full list are gay so I'm never going to have the opportunity but boy should it ever arise should one of them one day go look I just feel like I should rule it out um, is there anyone out there am, am I on your list yeah you are who are you to yes. surprise them of that yes you are Andrew Scott <laughs> so, so number four I think is someone who I think you'd be confident would be good at it oh. I think he can yeah. he can uh, take on any role so even if he himself wasn't feeling confident Brian Clough might be <laughs> well so my number four is Michael Sheen and I've met Michael Sheen and he absolutely has that thing that people say Bill Clinton and Pharrell have. Is that who they were saying about? Yeah. They're right. the two you always hear, that weird, incredibly po- powerful magnetism. Mm. So he was a guest on a radio show I worked on and somebody took me to one side before the show and said, be careful around him. 
And I thought, that's odd. I'd recently watched Fantabulosa, which is brilliant, but he's not a handsome man. <laughs> I thought, that's a very odd thing to say. And I said to them, like, I love his work, but come on. And within 10 seconds of him walking in the studio, my knees had gone weak and I'd gone bright red. I, he has powers beyond that which are understood by mere mortals. And that's not left you since that time. Nah. Still enough to be just out of the metal places. I mean... I still feel it's like slightly shaken when I think about him. And if you th- if you look at his litany of exes, that's an incredible batch of women. Kate Beckinsale, um, Rachel Adams, Sarah Silverman, Ashley B. Um, it's an incredible list of women. So he's got something. Can it keep them though, can he? Well, he went out with some of them for a long time. Yeah, not long enough. It's, and it's, Anna either, it's permanent. It's permanent or out for me. She was only 25 when they got oh. together. Now they've got, well, a kid and a kid on the way. Would you be happy to ruin that happy home? Look, look. Like fanfic. In the world of my list, everyone's single. Yeah. Plus, he might Including be on, you, me. Might, you might be on his list. I think it's unlikely. You don't know, though. He might be like, I met this lass on the Steve show once. She seemed weirdly young, but not innocent at all. Let's have a look. I mean, he came back the next year, and I think he'd forgotten who I was, so... Uh, maybe he was just nervous around you. You um, don't know that. But within... I think an hour of going live, I'd taken my bra off and swung it around my head. You were on going live? <laughs> yeah, and I took my bra off and swung it around my head. But yeah, I, uh, he's um, he's a witch with powers, and I would love to explore them. He feels out of all of the ones, the one you're a bit more, like, you're like n- you'd be nervy around. He would com- he would have a different role totally than Aircaster would have for you. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a very different power dynamic. Yeah. There's certain people you know you're going to be in charge in that situation and some people you, you know you are not going to be in charge and that's sexy you've seen the photo of me with Michael Sheen you've seen my face in that photo that's the power of Michael Sheen <laughs> I am biting my lip I am bright red and I look drunk with uh, biting, your lip, biting your lip like you <laughs> and McGregor Grim Cox ah, I was so close one place out so who, who's in number who's in number three mm. okay so that he's a newcomer Oh, a spunky little newcomer. Well, he's, he's young as well. He's in his 20s, which oh. is like, yeah, fun for me. Um, I don't tend to find young men that attractive. Which is fine because you're not young anymore. Thank you. But... I like the older man. I like men usually 10, 12 years older than me. I think that's the perfect amount. Uh, this fellow, my lad, is seven years younger than me and it's Harry Styles. Okay, that's very mainstream for your choices. I know. Unquestionably a handsome boy. Oh. No one's denying that. But he's not... It's hard to see where he fits in your wider oeuvre. Well. Oh, uh, everyone can fit in there. <laughs> All 20 of these, <laughs> the seven backups. Um, he has worked with a few friends of mine, and apparently he's incredibly charming and loves the older woman. Yeah, that's I think fair. I think that's a good possibility. Him and Stevie Nicks have had an affair, which is very... No way. Yeah. Yes. So there's something quite exciting about that. Um, I like how uh, interesting he is that he, he's not afraid to express himself in what he wears and what he does and he's yeah there's something about him where you think oh I'd like to see what you do what I'd do like you to think, see your moves what do you think he does I, I don't know but I, I, I'd I'd like at my age for a younger man to do something that had never been done to me before because that must happen yeah like the cliche is order you'll teach people 
things, younger yeah. people things. But younger actually, people younger people, yeah, they're moving past us generationally. They'll have stuff that you wouldn't have thought of. I want them to just throw moves at us and me not be able to know which way they're coming. What if what, what if it made you feel old though? And, and like, I want oh. them to wear a cardigan, but that's yeah, but that's just tickless red with all of your choices. You <laughs> fucking love a cardigan. <laughs> you love to get your choices on a card, do you? Christ alive! What were you saying there? Do you, are you worried he'd make you feel old? Like he's flinging all these moves around and your yeah. hip hurts. But ugh, My hip hurts regardless. That's the car crash. Um, a lot of it's the age but he's, now. If he's into it, that's the thing. That's why you don't want a list full of young men who are going to retch at the sign of uh, an older woman's sag. <laughs> <laughs> he's into older women. He wants to feel the, yeah, the swag of the sag. Yeah, but he's into hot women. Stevie Nicks may be fairly attractive, but she old. <laughs> I've realised what it makes it sound like. I'm a, not you. I just meant in general. I can keep up with Nicks. <laughs> I think you can keep up with Nicks. Although you've never, you didn't ever employ somebody as their job to put cocaine on that asshole, did you? So you've never asked me. I'm not putting it on. I'll blow it in the air. <laughs> I mean, you've never asked if I employed somebody. <laughs> and I do need the work. <laughs> but yeah, there's, um, I like rejuvenating the list. I like mixing things up. Uh, he he came into the the free about a year ago or so, and, uh, and it's, I it's think it really I... is a sign of the times. Nice. <laughs> Number two. Hello. Now this is a name I only know oh, from you mentioning. God. I mean, a great deal. I don't actually know who this is. I could cry thinking about him. Is that sad? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> God. Go. <laughs> I, I think he's sublime. I could write. Odes. I would spend my time on that desert island just writing beautiful pieces of literature about his thighs. Um, my number two is Taron Edgerton. Who is this man? He is Eggsy in the Kingsman films. He is Elton John in Rocketman. He is, I believe, a gorilla in Sing and Sing 2. Um, he's currently in a play in the West End called Cock. Yes, I have tickets to see that play. And yes, I will queue for three hours outside to meet him. And yes, I will do this. Oh God, I love him so much. Um, there's something about him. I think he's a lot of my favourite things all in one man. Slightly ready hair. Yeah. Welsh. We didn't we didn't speak about that with the Sheen. Oh, I like them Welsh. Yeah, Welsh. Fucking hell, I love the Welsh accent. It's so sexy. Do I have any other Welsh ones on there? Mickey Wire. Do you know what? I know, of course. I know he's not on, but of course he would have a go on Time Nicky and a Wire. place, Nicky White. Oh, he's getting it. He's got Manix are an in, in, incredibly interesting band in that their lead singer is the third most charismatic and interesting person in it. He was attractive when he was I'm young. not saying he wasn't. But that, put them I think he's aged quite well, actually, James Dean Bradford. We haven't got time. And his voice hasn't aged at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but Taron Edgerton, he's, uh, he's not very tall. He's a wall of muscle. He has thick thighs for days. He's got dimples. He's got a cheeky little smile. He's got big hands. I feel like he could fucking throw you against a wall and you'd just be pinned there by the force of his smile. Um, I would love a go on him. <laughs> Honestly. Right, that is, I will say that one, I think there's almost less chat to be had because there's less nuance in there and you're basically like, I just want to fuck him. <laughs> like, there's oh, no... Honestly, I, I wish, <laughs> this is a bad sentence, I wish that A, I was dying, and B, right, okay. that there was a Make-A-Wish charity for adults. I think there's easier ways. You could fuck the one celebrity you really want to fuck. Because it's... of all the ones I just want to have sex with in an animalistic and mad way, it's him. Well, what's interesting then, he's not at number one. No, number one gets into my heart and my head <laughs> and my fanny. 
Adidas. Obviously. That's First. taken a trip. That's before we've shaken hands and done the hellos. So number one, number one. So number one, I suppose out of my list of eight, most of them you would know. Um, number one is probably the least likely that you would know. Okay. Uh, it's Again, the... I think I know him through you. Oh yeah, but I don't think you would have otherwise. Uh, it's the actor Ben Wilbon. Where can we see his work? And where can we see the outline of his penis on the internet? You can't, I've oh. tried. Um, he was in Horrible Histories. Uh, Bill. Flip, I'm trying to think of the... Oh, Yonderland, he's now in Ghosts. He's the captain. Uh, he was also in Bridget Jones's Diary. He's been in all sorts of other bits and pieces. And how old is this gentleman? He's 49. Right, so he's a, he's an older man. The perfect age, silver-haired fox. Okay. I, I mean, breathtakingly handsome. Like, he should be in the dictionary under the... the the definition of handsome. He's so, he's so handsome. He's so he's, bloody handsome. I love my last... <laughs> These last two have been incredible. You've lost all sense of perspective in life. He's, you just went, I want to fuck it. The next one, he's so handsome. He's a handsome. Oh, he's handsome. I think I could sit in his lap and just look into his eyes for days. Do, do you have any information about the content of his character in any way? Or? Well, a good friend of mine's like one of his best mates. Now, I've never Again, told Again, this my... makes this... Yeah, I know, like, but I've never told my friend that I like him at all because it just feels like, oh, I can't because that would be weird. Um, but that friend, I trust his opinion a lot. Another one of his friends, Michael Sheen. Well, that's not important. Oh, uh, <laughs> but um, she's made plans. I trust his judgment of people, and I don't think he would be such good friends with them if he wasn't worth being friends with. So I think he's a good but mostly, man. Mostly, he does a lot for charity. Handsome. He does a lot for the environment. Just think what he looks like, though. Oh my God, Lee, you've got no idea. I can't. I, I, yeah, I could weep. He's um, he won the Perrier when he was quite young. I think I haven't won that yet. <laughs> but the pictures of around of him when he was a young man winning that that award, not into it, not no. interested at all. With every passing year, he becomes more and more beautiful. I, I don't know how long that'll go on for. I don't know when he's going to reach his peak and it'll start tailing off. But honestly, the recent photos of him, they're unbelievable. They. That unbelievable. Well, Sammy, I'm glad that making this list has made you... Bro- Thank you for being a guest on your show. Yeah, I mean, I it's hard to see how this will work for other people because I don't think people spend as long thinking about these well, things as I, I do. Well, I have a list. Well, you have a list because of me, don't you? Yeah, but the good thing is people will enjoy writing them, I think. And this is what's important. This is So I think people hear about this and they laugh. They think it's just a silly notion. Then they start thinking about it. And then, quite often, people come to me with their own lists of 20. Yeah. You I will say I have been surprised by yeah. my taste. Yeah. It's yeah. quite different to mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I suppose what we should do now is say um, there's a bonus episode on patreon.com slash That will be out if you're hearing this in the general public. If you're hearing this first time on Patreon, oh, you're getting this early as well. So look out for the bonus episode, which will be you talking about your historical figures and oh, what dirty mags you'd read. yeah. Uh, well, anything sort of erotic, but that's... Imagine, if you can, for a second, right? You are deserted on a desert island. It's nice there, don't get us wrong. Mm. I think the fish are easy to catch, because if they're not, I'm fucked. Um, but, uh, plentiful are the coconuts, right? <laughs> it's, it's a nice place to live. But you are stuck there as the only woman or man with the eight celebrities you'd like to have sex with. At some point, each one of them is going to be desperate enough to have a go. And you know what? If they can't bear it and they want to start fucking each other, I still win. <laughs> There's no way out of it. Your eyes have gone mad. <laughs> Say bye, Sammy. 
goodbye, Sammy. Thank you for being a guest on Free Pass, which should be technically called Desert Island Dicks. You're welcome, Sammy. Thanks for coming. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk.